When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Quite a ball game on Saturday night. World Series game four ended up at midnight, but this is how it ended. Jansen. That is into center field. Here comes Kiermaier. Phillips has tied the game. Arose, Arena coming around. Throw home. Now he stumbles. But the ball gets away. Tampa Bay wins it. Big Phillips, game four hero. You got to say, Joe, that Joe Buck did a pretty good job of describing that chaos, wouldn't you? I would. And did you see where this Brett Phillips had to be medicated? <laughs> yeah, his heartbeat was 140 or something like that. <laughs> they had that. to throw towels over him and chill him down. He went nuts. Yeah. But I had this thought. How would have that been described by these two guys? Here's the pitch. <laughs> Glaring in. Wide, no, wide, sorry, inside. There yeah, you go. inside sure. ball. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. he called it a strike. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You think? Was he late raising his hand for it? Looked like a strike to me. Yeah. One, and one and one. Yeah. This is not as easy as you think it is when you listen to Gordo all Do you think there would have been a little? Wait, he dropped it. No, he didn't drop it. Yes, he did drop it. When uh, Rosione or whatever his name was is laying 30 feet from home plate and yeah. is going to be out. We might have, hey, somebody's laying on the ground. I <laughs> think he's safe. <laughs> ah, I think the ball got away. <laughs> Every time I hear Buck say Rosione, I always think of the, the 80 Olympic team, Mike. Mike Arruzio. Yeah, Arruzioni. Mike Arruzioni. I always think of him every well, that's time. That's the closest uh, <laughs> you can come up with. Who is this guy? Uh, the uh, Cardinals had him, and they had him hitting singles. You know, he was a, a big, strong guy, but they he wasn't swinging from his rear end like he is now. These guys got him on a trade. They didn't have him on the roster till the end of August. Really? And then they called him up, and uh, if you hit his bat, it'll go a long way, that's for sure. But uh, it was a hell of a finish, but now the Dodgers... You know, I love the fact, how are the Dodgers ever going to recover from this game? It's baseball. Yep. The next, the next day, 
the Tampa pitcher goes out and throws up on himself in the first inning, and everything that happened last night means nothing, mm-hmm. right? right? It's right. baseball. It's yeah. uh, you know, it's the the pitcher, the pitcher in the first inning decides whether there's any momentum or not. So, but I, I think Kershaw the Dodgers, almost gave back that lead to oh, yeah, he right did. away. He's I, you know the I saw something the stats on him being a bad postseason pitcher were all based on his second start against the team. So there was uh, supposedly some hope for the Rays last night. But uh, anyway, the people are avoiding the World Series in record-breaking numbers, even with Los Angeles in it. So the game gets over at 10 instead of midnight or 1 on the East Coast. Uh, Their ratings are horrible. I think it's just kind of sports in general, but I don't know. I wonder why. It's well, been a great length. series. Yeah, I think length, though. Length. Yeah. I mean, Joe, four hours and ten minutes the other night. Yeah, for a nine-inning yeah. game. There was one Friday that was a swift 308 or something, mm-hmm. but everything else is damn near four, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just too long. Baseball, of all the problems they've had, I've said it, length the game is it. Length the game mm-hmm. is because it's, you know, in a football there's enough running around during the after the dead periods, but in baseball, uh, you can have a twenty minute half inning where very very little happens because the pitcher's walking a couple of guys and. Uh, it's but I a, don't trust baseball to handle this correctly. No, I, think I don't either. They don't. They'll, know they'll screw do. it up somehow. They don't know uh, what to do and about it. Here's the other issue that I have, and I don't know if this is all because our guy did it with Barrios, but Kershaw has a what. Three pitch, two out, top of the sixth, and Roberts him. yanks him. What, what, yeah, he's why? really got the quick hook. Well, he did the same thing with the lefty on Saturday night, Arios or whatever his name is. Yeah, he's Mr. Hook, that's for sure. And he ends up in a situation last night where he's got that kid lefty who, you know, good stuff, but he could have blown up at any minute and started walking people. Yeah, I, I don't think he's a... He's a very clever user of his pitchers in the postseason. Especially considering your bullpen blew it the night before Mm -hmm. against the Rays. So did you watch your Coach Flex boys uh, make us all proud? I did, Pat. I did. Mm. I did. It was was not not much, though. Uh, Not much of a contest. My dear friend Eric Curry uh, has a three-year-old son. Did Mm -hmm. you see this? Uh, I saw. I think I read your tweet. Brecken Harmon. Mm-hmm. And his mother, uh, Kelly Roisland, is a assistant Gopher basketball coach, so they have a fairly strong Gopher connection. And uh, apparently, late in the first half, three-year-old uh, Harmon Brecken Harmon says, to "Dad, the blue guys." Are a lot better than <laughs> the blue guys. Are a lot better. <laughs> a lot that kid's better. name needs to be Floghorn, by the way. Oh, I'm oh sorry. no, it's a good Finlander name. Beckham? Uh, a Brecken, I guess. It's an old okay. family name. All right, yeah. I'll take your word for it's it. Not, no, no, they didn't just it. make it up. Uh, yeah. You know, because he wouldn't have got through a baby. Because the old man, uh, <laughs> Eric, fought for uh, Harmon, I think, but he ended up. Getting that as a what would happen? He and Killebrew were tight. What would happen if you two disagreed on approval or disapproval of a baby walk? Name? Never happened. We really? were in constant agreement. Okay. Well, yeah. once in a while, we would we would try to talk the other guy down, and say, "No, nah, maybe not." But yeah. if the decision, if someone was really strident about it, then we conceded, and we always erred on the side of that's a lousy name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I think the only uh, the only uh, example of that was uh, a guy named Wheeler. I think we we uh, that was absolutely we, perfect. Yeah, we thought that was a hell of a name. Yeah. And uh, I think Wheeler had a sister. I can't remember what was Savannah. That was approved. That was approved unanimously. I think with applause. Oh with yeah, applause. Yeah. I think. Uh, Give it up. And by you know that's the one shame of the state fair not happening this year is we didn't get to have a baby walk. Well, we haven't. Had I got one news now. for you, pal. They've been canceled for quite a while. We we one year though. Jeez, we one that. year had about 150. Yep. We had to go. We had to keep going when the show was over. After the show, I, yeah. I, I think I remember ended. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best though was when we'd have the prizes, right? Mm-hmm. And we'd have a nice stroller for the best name, mm-hmm. and then we'd have this old one that was missing a tire and all this stuff and no one ever took that one when, no. we, when we awarded them as the worst That's name okay no, no but we'd have to round round up this rotten old stroller that was falling down on three legs and did seven. you happen to pay any attention to the golf tournament over the weekend i did not pay enough attention to it i like that golf course and i did watch the finish uh where uh once again our fellas are making golf courses absolutely obsolete that uh the big finishing hole i saw thomas and john rom hit their tee balls and they had about a half of half a pitching wedge into the green when they were done there but you see who pulled up the rear mickelson and woods Oh, really? At the they, very bottom. Yeah, very well, bottom. Tiger had to play like hell on Saturday, Friday to make the cut. There's no, it was a cutless event. Oh, oh, was that it? Okay, yeah. okay. I got so shot, curious about that, I had to Google it. He, Zozo was no cut. He shot Zozo, so it was like a half a field then, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And 70, he shot 76-66, right? And then he played yeah. lousy over the weekend again. Now, second point of useless trivia, I heard this. That was the set, that Thousand Oaks, California, where this Sherwood yes. Club is, mm-hmm. that was the set for MASH, the TV show. So when really? you saw those helicopters coming in, it was those mountains you saw during really? the tournament where wow. they were flying over. Yeah, well, cool. and wasn't this the first place where we had the $10 million, you know, the the, the primetime Tiger playing 18 holes against somebody events? I think it was that golf course yeah. where they put the lights up. I think yeah, that's where they first no, played. Oh, I thought that was in the desert. I thought that was one of the clubs uh, in the Palm Springs. Shadow. Area. What is this shadow? This is well, Shadow Shad- Creek is uh, no, Vegas. What, what was the name of this place? Uh, Sherwood. Sherwood. Yeah, it was yeah. Sherwood. Well, one of those Tiger events was in Sherwood, I think. <laughs> so, boy, he's not uh, he's not going to be a favorite for the Masters. No, uh, I wouldn't say so. But there's going to have to be a lot of choking. I am Brooks Kepka, by the way, warming up for the Masters. Claims to have hit one that was measured at 403. Did you see that? <laughs> wow. He's been practicing, you know, he's been trying to hit with the longest possible driver. Yeah. Because uh, the one he hits now is like 44. He's trying to hit one with a 52, and he thinks he can hit it like 25 yards further, and he was hitting it when he made the U.S. Open obsolete. Well, he, what's the rule? How far, how long can they be? That's it. He's hit, the, he's hit the max, yeah. I yeah. think 52 is what I read. I remember Bud Chapman, you know, well, senior golf Bud, to maintain his distance. I think he got up to like 56, and then they made him illegal, so he had to shorten it up again. But, to you know, to try to keep hitting it when he was in his 80s or, you know, late 70s, he tried. To, he was trying a long one, and they, they did put a limit on him. But uh, they're going to have to do something here. 
They're going to have to break out the Cayman ball that Jack used something. to use in his short <laughs> golf course down in the yeah. Cayman Islands or something. DeChambeau did not compete in this event. No. Uh, if he used a fifth, I wonder what his uh, What'd they say? Who'd they say was DeChambeau? No, you yeah. said Kepka. No, you said Kepka. I was wrong. Okay. DeChambeau. Okay. DeChambeau okay. is the one that's trying to hit it for All right. And they, they had a little note on the crawl that he measured one at a little over 400. Yeah. Wow. That's good. You, know you don't even need that. You don't need fairways if everyone becomes DeChambeau. Launch you just angle. need a green yeah. way out there somewhere well, and let them hit to it. You know, number 10, which has always been a great hole down there because you got to hit that drive down in that little valley, and it's one of the tighter fairways there. You're talking hit, Augusta here. Augusta. He'll hit yeah. it on the green. Yeah. Going yeah. downhill. Yeah, it's going He'll downhill. He'll hit it on the green. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. No, when uh, is that? Is that the first week uh, of November? Uh, two more weeks, right? Yeah, it's in November. I don't know I the dates. It's in, uh, I think okay. it's the second week in November. How's the weather going to be in that? Eh, I don't know, but did you see it's like 50 in Dallas all of a sudden? Yeah. That's one. They, they put the roof, uh, they opened, They closed the roof because it was raining yesterday. It's going to rain all week. And I heard that it's going down to 50 degrees tonight or something down there. So. Thursday, November 12th is the Masters oh, start so date. Three weeks from now, then? is it? Thursday, November 12th through Sunday What's the 15th. What's today? 20... Today's the 26th. Hmm. Okay, so uh, it's three weeks. I it's going to be 72 today in Augusta. The long-range forecast, upper 60s, low 70s. And then well, it's only giving me up to the Well, 4th. their golf course is actually uh, reopens in October, I believe, right, Joe? They close mm-hmm. it all summer. Mm-hmm. And it reopens in October, and then they play until, uh, you know, they throw them off the golf course a week or so before the Masters, and uh, I don't they, think they open it again. Why do they close it in the summer? They don't want the heat. They oh, don't want people them, sure. out there in the heat. And, uh, you know, I, that used to be the case. I'm, I I would guess it's. I don't right. think any of the members are looking for a game in the summer. I think they have alternate clubs. Yeah. And, yeah, right. <laughs> they do. They can play yeah. in the New England area or right. someplace like that. So, yeah. But uh, the, the other thing is they got those hollows there, that, that low point of the golf course, uh, Chris. When you you know you're at the clubhouse and then you basically go down what is it two hundred and twenty long feet descent. or something yeah, yeah. yeah it's got to be a little hot down oh, there in I those bet. holes in the middle of the summer whoo that uh, 10, 11, amen corner down there the romantic mm-hmm. amen corner you could drop dead trying to play <laughs> down there it would be so damn hot I would think who named it that Herbert uh, Herbert Warren Wind Herbert Warren Wind the golf right. writer for uh, the, the New, New Yorker? Yorker right yeah. yeah I don't think he was ever the Times golf writer but maybe yeah. maybe he was and then he went to the New Yorker but he would uh, and he would basically like two weeks after it was over. Or three weeks after it was over, he'd get a New Yorker and he'd have his eloquent play-by-play on the, uh, right. on the golf tournament that ended three weeks ago because it was the New Yorker people would read it. Yep. It was like, you know, Roger Angel would yep. do his World Series piece in what, December or something? <laughs> yeah. And the, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, you know. You got time to massage it when you got two months. It's a little Man. different when you're 20 minutes past deadline. So, Let's see what right. you got then, Roger. So you're saying it's a bit different than when I look forward to when the Gophers are getting demolished, looking at Royce's tweets live during the game. I Much was different. pretty restrained. But you know what I got them all worked up about? These idiots. I just texted 
Uh, Phil Fleck is now 12 and 16 in Big Ten games. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> they all went. Down. Well, that's a fact. Right. You know what? What's the problem? What is there to be angry about? Because it, you know, somehow this is a. Someone went so far as to I pointed out that Kamal Martin, the kid from Birdsville who played for the Gophers, uh, had a good game. He'd been hurt, but the Green Bay broke him out. He started a linebacker, had six tackles, one for loss. They really like him a lot. I said I put those stats in, and I said the Packers. You're only saying that because he's a Clay's recruit, so you can. No. I, we, when we were doing Friday night radio shows, at, from the Friday afternoon radio shows from foot, yep. high school football games, we went out to Birdsville. And he was the star over there, and I had him on the radio show, so I've taken an interest in him. It's Not everything is a cheap shot at Fleck that I, I write about the Govers. Only 80%. When, when, I saw, <laughs> when I saw the Big Ten record tweet, I almost retweeted and said, but some of those losses were in year zero. <laughs> yes, that's But I thought, true. no, I better stay out of this one because Royce likes to strip the Gophers well enough on I own. see Mrs. Fleck got a bit of ink this weekend. She's called the first lady of Gopher football. Oh, okay. All right. That's good. Hey, well, will you explain she's not something to first, me about your paper? She's not the first lady of Coach Fleck, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the other one, he dropped her. I don't know the, anything about for that. For the new first lady. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you something about yeah. your Sunday paper. What were those two sections about, uh, those two special sections about labor uh, unrest or something? Uh, did you, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I saw the Sid one. I don't know what the other one was. Well, there were two there was the Sid special section and then two other special sections detailing, I think, uh, uh, work history in Minneapolis and strikes and riots. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. we got some ads out of it. I don't know. I don't know. There weren't any know. ads in it, I don't think. I don't I don't know what it was. I, oh, I, well, you have no help then. I saw the Sid thing, and then uh, I, I wonder, because I generally took out the five – sections and throw the rest of it says stuffed inside were these stuffed inside <laughs> no it was part of the paper i know they were but huge sometimes, they, sometimes they put them inside the mailers so. no they were not inside the mailers. okay well i didn't see it only the mm-hmm. comics uh, wrap around the mailers Mm, not always. Sometimes oh, there's I'm something student, hiding. I'm a student of this. Sometimes there's something hiding in there. Now there's well, you not. Gotta look. You gotta the mailers look. aren't as uh, there aren't as many of them as there used to be. Obviously, no, there used no. to be a pretty good thing. But, Who do the uh, fighting ghosts have next? At Maryland. At Maryland and uh, Maryland, so impressive in their opener against Northwestern that the Gophers, after basically being Michigan's junior varsity, are 21-point favorites. What? On the road. Wow. 21. Well, Maryland is horrible. This coach wow. that they they fired the guy Durkin because he was mean, oh, right? Oh, that's right. Yep. It, the, well, the kid died, right? Was oh, the kid? offensive lineman. Yes, yes, you're right. And then they, they blamed him, and they fired him, and they hired this Loxley guy. And there's rumors they're going to fight. He coached last year. They were terrible. And they... There's rumors they're getting ready to fire him this year already in year two. Wow. And they, it cost him a I was just going to say, do they have the money? Do they have the boosters to do it? Not really. Not, you know, nobody's got the money right now. But they're, uh, they're you know, what was it? Flex first year they went down there, and they had all these great running backs and just ran, ran for like 500 yards against the Gophers. And two years later, they're... 
care. They're the worst team in the Big Ten, which is saying something. You know, you mm-hmm. mentioned that. I heard that they're. I heard Coil. They're running ads where they're begging for money now. The U of M. Oh, really? Uh, they were uh, radio ads that I heard mm-hmm. with Coil. And uh, him, by the way, Coil. Remember when he promises transparency mm-hmm. on the COVID? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, that, that, that's kind of gone away as far as football is concerned, isn't it? While other teams around the country are announcing how many cases they have, these guys aren't even admitting that they had guys missing because of COVID. Well, I wanted to tweet out, I still have four years of eligibility for football. I could punt. You know, I could yeah, get one well, about 15, 20 yards. You'd think that if you got 115 guys, that's how they, they basically got 115 guys over there. There'd be two punters, right? You'd think. Mm-hmm. You got one guy that's your punter punter, and then you got another guy that can kick it from, you know, here to the parking lot. Uh, we're not that far away here. But uh, apparently we don't have two punters. We just have one. I mean, it, and, the, and the second string punter doesn't have to be like a full-time punter, but no. he should be able to punt a little bit, right? I think so. Yeah. He, he, this guy couldn't have punted for uh, – uh, some of these high school teams that don't punt, <laughs> you know, that they just go for it. But it's, uh, you know what else I've noticed, Reavers? What's that? NFL, high schools, I went to a high school game. Minneapolis North has great talent. They got nobody who can catch a punt, <laughs> you know. Really? Yeah, at least not the guys they're using. Uh, you know, and then... I see a couple of games yesterday. Nobody, everybody's. They call a fair catch and then they go running up, reaching like this, and give the ball. That's Penn State gave the ball to Indiana in that way. What happened to that? You got 115 guys. Get somebody who can catch, catch a punt. A punt yeah. God, it's and it's NFL. That's been going on too. Guys screwing up punts. It's uh. You know, let's, let's be catching those punts. And Come is there on, a fellas. new rule now in college football where you can fair catch the kickoff? Yes, yeah, that came in a couple. That's part of the rule that they don't want kick returns. Oh, they're they trying to they worry about injury yeah, and whatnot. The whole thing about it. Yeah, so you you can catch it at the seven. You know, uh, fair catch the kick, and then you nobody get it at can the come down and hit you. Okay. Yeah. I had great hopes for the uh, Kansas City at Denver game to be even wilder than it was because it was snowing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Snowing real hard it's in Denver. Probably kept Kansas City from really beating Denver. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there were some weird finishes yesterday. We had two of these, by the way, where the dummy runs in the end zone. Yep. When all they got to do is not run in the end zone. Right. The Penn State. But <laughs> at least the Atlanta guy, Todd Gurley, was made aware that he shouldn't score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And that one of the guys from Detroit sort of deked him into, you know, he came over and like he was trying to tackle him, and Todd went to his instincts and ran into the end zone and stumbled into the I end zone. I love how the Detroit defensive player signaled, yep, he's in! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, then, and, then the, uh, yeah. and then the Penn State game. They're on the, this James Franklin's their coach, right? Big enthused. Guy, uh, good good recruiter, complete moron on the sidelines, just an idiot. <laughs> They're down there. They got first down on what, the 18 or something. They can kneel down three times and win the game. They hand off to a running back, and 
they give them that's the uh, Indiana doesn't. I mean, they got they open the whole. They don't try to fake this guy into this. Mm-hmm. I mean, your your youngest grandchild could have told that they're trying to make me score a touchdown here. Meanwhile, Franklin's running down the sidelines when the guy's halfway to the end zone trying to get him to stop. Instead of nobody tells him in the huddle before the before the game before the play. Don't score a touchdown. Even better, kneel down. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how they gave that game away to Indiana. Just he's just a complete dunce on the sidelines. They don't even let him wear a headset anymore. He just kind of runs just around. Take that yeah, no, because he's so stupid. And then he's, uh, you know, and then they'll he, read everything you say. Don't put that thing up on the teleprompter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I think the Sid, uh, the Sid hysteria yeah. is over, although I guess Chad came back to work today, so he was doing a little one more thing on it. But I know one thing. I want to hear it. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> My ammunition's gone. My quiver is empty. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me if he knew he was going to get this much adulation. Oh, yeah, I did say that, too. Yeah, yeah he would have died earlier if he knew yeah. he was going to get this much adulation. <laughs> because... <laughs> Let Joe and I tell you this. There's nobody who likes having it more than Sid did. He loves to be told how great he is. In fact, mm-hmm. he realized that's also how it played with athletes to tell them how great they were. That's why he always wrote these little notes telling them how great they were after they were in his interview or mm-hmm. coaches or anything like that. So. Anyhow, yeah, it's uh, it was quite a week, and uh, you had a comment though. Speaking of his uh, first first ever column that appeared in the paper <laughs> yes. yesterday, did you uh, did you <laughs> did you look at the Sid section? I did. The job review was the best part of it. I right? thought it was wonderful. The kid can't write, but he's improving. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you could have written that in two thousand eighteen, just taking the kid part out. Nothing absolutely, changed. absolutely. But then they had his first column in there. Yeah. And it was awful, <laughs> you yep. know. I mean, the right. And I said, uh, so on Twitter, I said, "You can, you know." You, I have how, it right here. How great the review yeah. was! I said, "Yeah." What else? I said. <laughs> he said, "One thing that first Sid column in 1945 printed below review does do." Fully explains why we had to hire me to write his autobiography 50 years <laughs> yeah. later. <laughs> his writing did improve from that. Yes. <laughs> just just from that. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But uh man alive. Well, you know, Jeff Day's been doing his stuff here now for I mean, he tells him what he wants, but Jeff's been but Jeff about two months ago had a column in there that was just filled with coherent sentences and stuff and I said you got to tone it down here. You you can't be writing English after all these years. You know? Right. <laughs> hey, I'm proud of the readers, though. I was really surprised. I did the Sid satire column on Thursday, and it was a bit over the top, but not ungodly over the top till the end. But virtually everybody got it, mm-hmm. which in modern really? which in modern communications when we got these two goofballs running for president and it all seems like it's the onion right right uh i was surprised how many people got it the most of the reaction i got was people figured it out so i was i was happy about that but anyhow that's over with let's get let's uh, let's get on to the next thing 
Well, he had a great run of adulation. Oh for, God, for he a did. Week. It was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It was uh, it was astounding, and and uh, I do need having written. Let's see. Well, the old bit had been written, so then we got that one. Then I got a column on Monday, Tuesday. Uh, what is it? Uh, four, I think. I wrote four columns, fresh stuff, and. I did have to go to the doctor and have some stitches put in my tongue. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, you know what you had? You had a topic. Yes, yes, we did. We did. But, uh, hey, I got a question for you two guys. Here I am. And you're probably technologically a little better than me. Well, let's find out. What's all this cloud stuff? What do you what mean? The mean? cloud. Oh, I don't know the cloud. It's going to be in the cloud. It's yeah. a uh, it's a saving device for all of your files. Do I have to do Lieutenant tell, Dan? Do, do I have to tell the cloud? <laughs> what I do want, I have to do? Do I have to tell the cloud I want it saved, it or are they saving it automatically? It de- whatever device you happen to be using, it can save stuff automatically. Which, I, I, in the case of you being a writer, both of you would be actually pretty. Yeah, but helpful. then what would I do? I believe that at one time somebody attempted to give me a cloud password. Mm-hmm. No bleeping idea what that might be. Okay. I just don't want that cloud keeping like my credit cards and all that crap. No, it'll in there. only save stuff that you provide for it. So that I have to aim it to the cloud. There you go. Well, I have to yeah, tell hold it up cl- to the sky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't get it. It's, and people say, well, maybe, you know, you lost a column. It might be in the cloud. I said, yeah, I don't, well, I Pat, don't get it. let me give you an example. Okay. Uh, this would be about maybe a month or two ago, and a guy that we know mm-hmm. was writing a column. <laughs> yes. And his computer completely crashed okay. on him. He was in a complete panic. Mm-hmm. So what he decided to do was bring the laptop here okay. and yep. have a, a member of the IT staff Fix everything for him. It was Jim, get everything right? back up and running. Devout listener of Garage Logic for 25 years. <laughs> Joe looked at him and he said, "Jim, thanks for all your help." <laughs> was that Rich? And he said, "My name was is Rich. Rich. <laughs> was Rich. My guy, Rich. Rich knew I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Rich knew I was kidding yes. for a million dollars. A million Come on, who's Sue Cook?" <laughs> Was it in the cloud? Is that where they found it? No, but uh, Rich what, is a magic man. Rich, I don't know how he I found know, it. Rich, Rich had great. then suggested that maybe Joe should use the cloud. Nah, and don't, I don't said, use the I have cloud. no idea what that is. I said, Jim, cloud. there's no chance that Joe knows using what the no cloud, cloud is. Thanks I ain't lot, using Jim. no cloud. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure I want the cloud keeping track of all my stuff either. Yeah. You know? I don't want it in there. How do I tell the cloud? How to do leave? I get it out? How do I tell the cloud to leave me to bleep along? Hey, cloud, <laughs> don't bleep yourself. Cloud. Hey, cloud. <laughs> I don't. Everybody, the cloud people. I, I don't get it. I don't know oh, what the cloud is, but never. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want the cloud. Pat, I just wish you could have been here when Joe said thanks for all the help, Jim. <laughs> Kind of, kind of put that down and see, you should have stolen Riley's deal. Tiger yeah. meet Tiger. Ace. Oh, yeah. Tiger meet Ace. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Ace. Yeah, Ace. Ace never insulted anybody. Ace is a good Tiger. Those sure. are both good. That's Tiger. Fine. Tiger meet Ace. That's true. Yep. Or you could have given him a lousy nickname, like said, "Hey, Mister Shirts, thank you," or yeah. Mister Shirts. 
And Jay Ewald from the paper was the only guy to have two nicknames. He was a copy editor at the paper. Did he had have- bad shirts, so he was Mr. Shirts, and then he was also a Bears fan, so once in a while he'd wear a Bears jersey. And so he was George Hallis Jr. and Mr. Shirts. Did you ever, did have, you ever a, have a nickname? I was just going to ask. No, no. Neither did I, knew, Pat. No, Neither did I, I think if he, well, if he knew for sure what your name was, I don't yeah. think he needed one. I've told the story again. I'll have to tell it again. The Foster. Jim Foster was his right-hand man for like five years, six years. One day he became Anderson. Yep. For the next four years, he was Anderson. And then one day Sid's yelling at him, Hey, Anderson, you idiot or something. He says, It wasn't me. It was that Foster guy. And Sid got this blank look on his face. Like he had to go say, What's that guy's name? You yeah. know, he'd been there 10 years. <laughs> well, you said last week, though, Joe, that your first encounter was, hey, horse's ass. Yeah, that's yeah right. but he, that did, he didn't keep that. That name oh, okay. didn't stick. That didn't stick. That was just a general ah, That was just, who the hell is this kid? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I like go. the one, though, about the iron horse. What? Didn't What's he, that one? Well, he had, was, the, was it a gal that would always call in sick? No, Cal Ripken Jr., no, 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 no. But no, Sid had it. I thought no, Sid... he didn't call her the Iron Horse. He called her Cal Ripken oh, Jr. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Linda Gurley. That's Linda right. had an attendance problem, and she went on the support staff, and she had complications in her life. Nice kid. She sat next to me, but uh, she was, you know, he was walking by, <laughs> hit the brakes like you do in a, one of those Bugs Bunny chase, you know, things, you know, and said, hey, Cal Ripken Jr., nice you could make it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. That's anyway. I, I think she's over though, right? We, we can get on with our lives here as long as as long as they might last. You know, as long as they might go on. Yeah. I the best so. story. The best story because it's it just captures Sid's entire life was uh, the Rose story covering the baseball game in Chicago. Oh yes, yes, right. That that that, that's, that's, uh, that captures exactly I, I what you were dealing with. Brant Allier, we've gotten rid of Bob Allison. We've phased out Bob Allison, who was kind of part-time player. But the new left fielder, Brant Allier, who mm-hmm. Ayala, he called him or something like Ayala, Ayula or something, plays, makes his, makes his Twins debut in Comiskey Park in April of 1970, John's first official game as the beat writer. He uh, hits two home runs, goes four for four, drives in seven runs, and Sid tells him, I'm going to write about that Iola guy. Yeah, yeah. That's my angle. Yeah. <laughs> and John protested, and then they ended up screaming obscenities at each other in the press box. <laughs> like the, <laughs> What's the beat writer supposed to do, yes, not write about not it? Ignore the fact that your new left fielder, who you've been writing about all spring, debuted with seven RBIs. Isn't that something? <laughs> he was a great character, too. Who? Brant Allier. Oh, oh, yeah? I got to, uh, I don't know that name a, at all, because you, oh, you mentioned it last week. And I, never a couple times. I don't think he lasted a long time, did <laughs> Oh, he? no, he didn't. But I think, one, we had a very wet spring. Mm-hmm. One year, 70, 71, 72. I don't know. I think he was here three years, maybe. And they left field. It was clay in, at Met Stadium, and it used to hold water like crazy. So for opening day, they put a big pad of, like, 
early astroturf or something, you know, just basically a big pad in left field for the outfielder to stand on if he so chose because it was wet out there. Brant never moved from that thing for like a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just no hitter could get him to move. He just sat, stood on that little mat for the whole month. Uh, fielding was not his strength. No. He's no. the guy. The famous uh, Mayo Smith story, 1971, I think, when uh, the he's Mayo Smith's managing the Tigers, and his pitcher Earl Wilson is a pretty damn good pitcher for them, and strike three to the Twins uh, to uh, uh, Earl, strike three is in the dirt, and the and the catcher, Paul Ratliff, rolls it out to the mound without tagging him or anything. Mm-hmm. So they start yelling at Earl to run, and he mm-hmm. runs the first, and the Twins are still running off the field. He runs the second, the Twins are still running off the field. Now he's now there's no Twins hardly around, and now he's hauling it. And he gets to third, and he rounds the bases, and he pulls kind of like, Pulls a hammy. He ended up not pitching the rest of the year, I don't think, or missed a couple of weeks or something. And he's laying there 20 feet. So Mayo Smith comes in, and they go over and tag him out. And uh, Mayo Smith is uh, in the twins room afterwards drinking, and and he was goofier than hell. And he's running around the tables like he's running around, like he's Earl running around the bases. But I remember is he said, he wasn't satisfied with a triple. He wanted an inside-the-park home run, and if that bleeping Allier had been hustling from left field, he would have made it, but he was <laughs> he was basically walking in, so by the time <laughs> Earl pulled his hamstring, he could walk over and tag him, you know? Instead <laughs> of that bleeping Allier had been hustling. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to have recorded all of those wonderful conversations in the Twins room oh, over the years? Oh, man. Oh, my God. I still, once in a while, love to go back and look at the Dick Cullum Great Tomato Contest yep. columns. Because, yep. you know, Dick was mostly an analyst. He'd say they go for what was going to happen in a go for football game in, a, in vague terms. And, and he, he was, you know, boxing. He wrote a lot of boxing. Joe knows him. He's a great guy. Yeah. But he was hell by the time you came. He had to be eighty, didn't he? That's the column I replaced was Dick yeah, Cullum. Dick Cullum. And then, yeah. but then, didn't they still have him being like an emeritus? Oh yeah, guy? Yeah. 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 I mean, he'd yeah. still write like one or two. Yeah. I remember carrying his typewriter with him for him when they uh, sent him on the road to do Twins when he was. Mm-hmm. So that had to be seventy four or later. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, Dick would have started this thing in the sixties. The Great Tomato Contest, where the all the Twins people, Billy Martin was a coach then, and the Robertson brothers, and they'd all try to grow the best tomato. Okay. In August, uh, they would he would write his annual. They'd have the judging downstairs in the press room, and you know, like the famous story is Billy Martin's. Billy Martin's. Contender one year was a bag was a, a can of stewed tomatoes, but with a big bottle of expensive bourbon, be, you know, behind it, and uh, you know it, it was all about. He had seven categories, and one of them was bribery, right. <laughs> you know, and it they were 
they were a sex appeal and stuff, you know, and uh, and uh, it was just, I mean, it was so inside because it was all like twins characters and stuff like that. But they were, they were pretty funny. Earl Weaver did the same thing in Baltimore. Oh yeah, Earl loved it. He had the tomato tomato yeah. contest. Yeah, Earl loved it. Earl was a, like very proud of his growth of tomatoes. I think, you know, he retired to Miami, mm-hmm. and basically became a gardener. He loved yeah. growing stuff. You know, sit out there and drink whiskey and right and uh, and yeah. uh, have, have this mellow life. And uh, you're here for one stuff. reason to bleep us. <laughs> yeah, that's my oh, favorite. God. Oh, and don't bl- think I won't. <laughs> I'm going to write a letter to the league office. You go ahead, Earl. Well, the best, and don't think I the won't. Best line. Right out of Laurel and Hardy. Pat, help me. Who was the umpire? Uh, uh, that was, was Bill Haller. Bill Haller. Day. But the yeah. best encounter was him telling Haller, you know, the expletive written thing. And, and Haller, I'm going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. And Haller says, for what? For bleeping up a World Series? <laughs> bleeping up the World Series. Yeah, I mean, yeah. more than one. <laughs> <laughs> but Luciano's the guy that the Luciano was a big guy. He was sort of the Joe West of that era, you know, mm-hmm. just a redneck and liked it. And he and Luciano, Luciano'd like throw him out in the first inning every time he bar. I mean, and they'd have he'd call Luciano every name in the world. He, I don't know how many times Earl got ejected, but Luciano had to be a third of them. They just hated each other. I don't think Rocco was ever going to make a highlight reel like that with an umpire. No, he's gotten a couple, all right. They've gotten That's him, true. He they've got gotten him three or four. He's yeah. going to beat TK's record pretty soon. TK had five. and uh, Is that all he had? He had five ejections uh, from September of 86 until through 2001. I think he got thrown out five times. Wow. He just didn't think it was worth it. Well, Gardy might have beat him in the first year. Oh, yeah. Just... Uh, <laughs> Gardy's big thing was uh, when he issued warnings. Remember, he, oh, yeah. I bet he got thrown out twelve times over warnings when they, when his guy didn't get a chance to retaliate. Yet. Yeah, you know he would get very upset. The Twins yeah. Almanac guy had a photo of montage. It must have been Gardy's birthday recently mm-hmm. or something like that. So he had four photos in one tweet of mm-hmm. Gardy getting ejected. Yeah. Three of them. Angel Hernandez oh, was in the really? background. <laughs> yes. Oh, the guy he, you know, the guy he really hated though was that had a terrible Hunter Wendelstead. Wendelstead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I remember Coxie, <laughs> Bob Cox, uh, Bobby Cox, who leads the world of all times because mm-hmm. complaining from the dugout about pitches basically is how he always got thrown out. But Coxie was he was in here once with the Braves. I think the the Braves were he was still managing. Once, I think. When they came back. When they came here. Okay. When they came here once. And and Gardy had just got thrown. Oh, he'd gotten into it with Hunter Wenzelstadt. No, Gardy had gotten into it with Hunter Wenzelstadt. And, uh, you know, his his old man was, Harry was like a legendary umpire who ran the umpiring schools and stuff. And and Cox, we were talking to Coxie about the trouble that he had with Hunter Wenzelstadt. And he says... Yeah, he threw me out once when I told him he didn't make a good pimple on his old man's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get thrown out for that. You get out for that. Oh man, it's uh, uh yeah, it was. Uh, but Earl was Earl was the greatest man. Earl. No game tonight. They're taking no, regular they're, days yeah, off. This is the only uh, only one of all the series. I kind of like the way they cruise through the other playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
And I think if they, well, when they go back to having it on locations, they're probably not going to be able to have no travel. They're going to have to, if they're going to add a round to the playoffs, though, for everybody, they got to they got to hurry them up, man. They can't have as many off days. Will they sure. do the first round at one site? Do you think if like they did this year? Yeah, I bet they do. Yeah. If if they go to the best of three, I bet it, I bet they play it at the the high the 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 lowest seed or the highest seed will get the. So that way, next year we can get swept by the Whiteys in three games or something like that. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah. Well, you know, that could happen. This country can't take another summer like the one we just had. No, we gotta we gotta get this straightened out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because uh, we knew we were gonna pay for our sins because they've been so gorgeous for six months, and now you look at the long range forecast. What it might get to fifty or something. Fifty five on Saturday, baby. Oh well, the, the golf course is all closed, I suppose. Huh? I don't think so. The flags are still in at a lot of courses. Really? Yeah, I don't think they have the guts to do it because people were deprived so uh, suddenly that they're betting that they'll get one more weekend out of it. That's well, my theory. Yeah, well, that could be. That could be. We got uh, we got a couple of issues at home uh, that that apparently are a crisis. See, our Christmas trees are these electronic things, right? That you light on the back porch, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, last year, now I don't do that, but I, I encourage these the guy that comes over and helps. Well, you used place. to have a guy. Was it uh, holiday lights made easy? Yeah, Wasn't that your well, guy? that was they dropped me as an <laughs> ad because I would give the neighbors. You know, I never put a Christmas tree light up in my life, and then for about five years, I had these guys, and I used to go around and say, "Hey, when are you going to get some lights up here? Let's have a Let's little Christmas go." go. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, but uh, we got these Christmas trees. You light, you just plug them in, you know. You, but you got to attach them to the, tape them down to the porch or something. And last <laughs> last year we waited. Last year we waited too long, and the porch was snow covered. We couldn't get you know the ice and everything. We couldn't get it off. So so it was there till March. So, no, the lights never got on. Oh, yeah, the, oh, no, okay. the lights never got on. Okay. So it was very. Uh, so what is the uh, what is the crisis? That you once said you again, have a crisis. Once again, the, the trees aren't going to get the electronic trees are not going to get put up. Oh, you once can do again, it this we weekend. Got, oh, yeah, you'll but, be fine. Well, I can't do it. It's got to no. be on a Thursday when my guy Vasily's over at the house. That's you know, that's uh, <laughs> and every other Thursday Vasily comes, and that's what it's got to be every other Thursday that we can get him there. What does Vasily do? Vasily and his bride uh, clean the place. Oh, you got to get him to do it. But yeah. they, but then he does stuff that, you know, while she, we make it a little less of a cleaning and a little more of doing a stuff, couple of stuff things around Is the house. Is he yeah. the guy with the hatchet? Is this the same no, guy? No, no, that's, that's a neighbor. That's my former oh, neighbor, okay. Chris, who's gone now. Oh, that's right. He moved You're hatchetless now. You got no way. <laughs> that was a blunt hatchet, man. That yeah. was not a good hatchet. <laughs> Boy, hatchet. But the other, the other problem I got is that the the big tree in the front's still got two-thirds of its leaves. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's... Uh, this thing did sneak up on us, this lousy yeah. weather, didn't it? I got everything outside. It still has to be put away. Mm. Well... I, you know, the the pool furnishings are all all weather, so, you know, they don't have to take off the covers and 
I've been pretty damn good, though. I put the hoses away two days ago. I haven't wow. even done that. Myself. Myself. You By did yourself? It all alone. Did yeah. you drain the water out of them? Yeah, pretty much, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't, like, squeegee them like a guy, you know. I didn't, like, but I no, held, you don't I held them up and let the water run out. Yes, I yeah, did. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. That's I did. I did. Squeegee <laughs> Yeah. So, I'm hoping Wednesday I get the word that uh, I can get rid of this damn boot I'm wearing. Oh, and I can really? Finally, get outside and do something and get these things put away. How was the? Uh, did you got the pain or not? No pain. No, not even from the get go. Or oh, from the get go, it was yeah. terrible, but that's gone. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, the day it happened was just so. Do you end up crawl? Do you end up reselling the boot then on a black I, market, or do you? I hang got on it. To that? If you find that out, if you can get rid of the boot somewhere, let me know. I got one. Well, too. I was yeah. gonna say if if you got a right and a left, now you got a pair <laughs> between the two of you. I can't wear two of them. I got news for you. I don't. Do they, I think these boots pretty much fit either foot, don't they? Oh, they do. Uh, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I they probably know. do. They probably do. I uh, I think I. I had a broken uh, one back when I was a kid, but you didn't have any of this. You didn't have any fancy boots, and they just no. threw a bunch of plaster. I think on you it. should let Kenny and I write your Craigslist ad, Joe, for your you know wanted <laughs> right foot boot. Yeah, I need another boot <laughs> just to balance myself. What else is going on? How far are we away from the uh, going to the polls if you haven't voted already, like I have? Uh, it's a, a week, week from tomorrow. Week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Wow! I'm voting now. in person. I'm voting in person. You're, uh, that's good for with you. your boot yeah. or without. <laughs> I'm hoping it's no boot. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, as many people voted already, the line shouldn't be too long in person this year, right? <laughs> they say these kinds of wounds, which was superficial at best. It's not. This wasn't Joe Theismann with a bone sticking out of his leg. No, 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 no. But they say, okay, you'll be at four to six weeks. Well, I want to be a four-week guy. Mm -hmm. It was four weeks yesterday. Let me be a four-week guy. Has it already been four weeks? Yeah, it's a month yesterday. Wow. But uh, un unlike Mrs. Ricey, you don't have a dedicated caregiver. I don't. No. <laughs> I mean, she's got other yours. She's got other issues, right? Absolutely. She got other people to take care of. Yeah. I was. Mrs. Ricey had her own dedicated caregiver. Right. You were a nurse. Yeah. And it, only, you were an orderly. Only about twice a week would she hear. Now, what the hell do you want? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pat, I don't know if you know this, but uh, earlier today, though, she's uh, she's been chiming in on GL yeah. uh, the last couple of days with, with some thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? It's going to drive me back to the station real quick. As, uh, has uh, the missus voted? Oh, God, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably yeah. three or four times. In fact, she probably sent in your ballot, too, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Today she came down and said, you're not going to cancel my vote. Uh -huh. <laughs> she ordered you not to. Yeah, yeah. She ordered you to find a libertarian or something. I got to find something. Do we have a libertarian? No, I have no idea. I don't know. They're, There's been I, no mention of an boy, the, 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 These two guys have gotten so much attention that the third candidates have not hardly been mentioned this year. That's right. See where see where our guy Jason has a, yeah. a bad Mer hernia? No, Jason Lewis said to go to the hospital for yeah. a hernia operation. Ooh, well. I think you recover from those pretty quick. I don't know. I've never. Uh, I've known some people who experienced them and didn't like them. I know that. I get nope. a little painful. I, I can't guess. imagine that's desirable. That whole area in there is yeah. kind of. Uh, well, that's kind of your swimsuit area. <laughs> yeah, it's right. complicated. It's a complicated right, it area. Yeah. 
that uh, that's a that's talk about dynamic races. <laughs> well, Tina doesn't exactly light up the room, and no, this other guy's a raving egomaniac. She so. did, however, on Twitter today, offer up her uh, her thoughts and prayers for for Jason, uh, for, for Jason Lewis mm-hmm. and his family. For well, that was kind of her, very kind of her. Yes, and he probably sent a message back: "Go bleep yourself! <laughs> oh, no, You're know. ruining America." <laughs> no. We had our man Kendall Qualls on today, Pat. What oh. a great guy. Uh, who's he? Who's Do you he vote in District 3? No, I get to vote for uh, Omar. Ilhan? Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to vote for Lacey Johnson then, aren't you? Hell no. Oh, right. I told you. Here we Omar go. Omar has the number one quality I'm looking for. Trump hates her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the number one quality I'm looking for is if Trump hates you, I'm voting for it. That's, <laughs> well, that's, the all the rest of it, all the rest of it is, that really gets uh, gets uh, overlooked by uh, by me and the other thing. So wait, we got a sounder for that. I yeah. believe in here somewhere. Uh, oh my, that's a scalding hot <laughs> sports yes, take. That is a scalding spot. Uh, <laughs> So what do you think? I think we're war- running out of steam here. I'm you? going to the bank. Oh, oh hey. I had to go to the bank today. That's what I'm because saying. I, gotta go to the I bank. had a check that I wrote out for a substantial sum in the middle of the month mm-hmm. that still had not cleared. Uh, I don't know what I did with it, but oh, I had God. to go cancel it so I could pay off the... Uh, because uh, this this covered the wife's hearing aid, so it wasn't a low, it was an expensive check. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I uh, I think I succeeded in both paying it off the uh, the bill and uh, killing the check that's floating around out there. Have somewhere. the hearing aids done the trick? When she wears them, yes. I don't think we're getting them enough bang for our buck so far, though. I'm yeah. I'm hoping that uh, maybe we start using them more often because. Uh, uh, you know, sitting in that little box doesn't really help much. So no. I, I don't know. But do you, you think I'm going to mention that? No, no, I don't, no, I don't think I got enough. Idea. I got enough problems. You got enough problems. I do. All right. There's a lot. All right, of, boys. There's a lot of this. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> huh? Well, as the boys at Starkey say, Sid, you're putting us out of business. <laughs> yeah. Said it'd give the big glowing recommendation to Starkey on the TV show, and his yep. next comment would be, "Huh? Huh? <laughs> That's what it should say on his headstone, huh? Huh? <laughs> Question mark? Yes. All right. All right, boys. Come Good on. Enough. See you. Yep. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mister Money Talk. My guy Josh will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608.